do you know about Latin where you can get news about the Jamaican culture and just learn about how Jamaicans are doing as a yard and abroad. You get to learn a new Jamaican Patwa word or even a Jamaican phrase. I look forward to the Patwa word of the day. The Patwa word is Pasa Pasa. Word today is Taco Ram. Our word of the day is Duffy. Twang. No like a, no like a twang. Not you. Enjoy tuning in to what a go. It happens every Friday at 7 p.m. So check them out. And bye from Toronto. Dodge, Quebec, it's a Jamaic. Écoute, what a guan. Yes, I. What a guan. I am a big fan of what a guan. Relevant and entertaining. So keep up the good work. Watch what a guan. Big up yourself. What a guan. What a guan. Yes, I. What a guan. Watch what a guan. Always say I'm going to walk one in a yard. Check it out. 7 p.m. every Friday. Hello. Wagwan Massive Yard and Abroad Owner Do is another week of Watagwan. So, welcome back. And we are now in the month of May. Can you believe it? Christmas is almost here. So, it's another Friday. So, it's Watagwan time. So, it's time to call your neighbor, text your friend, tell everybody that Watagwan is on. And your girl from Bongatown is back for another week. So welcome, everybody. Welcome to another week of Wataguan National. Want to give a special shout out to those listening on Fresh FM Radio in London. And Uno no said big things are going for Wataguan. Guess what? We are now available on all podcasting platforms. So it's Podbeam, Google, Amazon, iHeart, Player FM, and every other major one. Wherever there is podcast, you can find Wataguan. You can connect with us through our website at www.wataguan.ca. And again, remember, Guan is two A's. As I just mentioned, it is May. And today, our focus will be on mothers. Because this Sunday is Mother's Day. And today, we want to dive into the topic with three fun, fantastic guests. Lois, Adoma, and Chioma. Motherhood is a special role for our society, and we want to salute all mothers for the tremendous work they do. And personally, I am looking forward to hearing what these mothers think about their roles and the journeys that they've been on for motherhood. We now want to get to my favorite part of the evening is Patwa time. This part is where we share a phrase or a word from the beautiful island of Jamaica. And today's phrase is So make the thing lively, make it entertaining, keep me entertained, keep the comments going. So down below, whether you're watching on Facebook or you're on YouTube, just comment, drop a comment in the comment section. Keep it entertaining, keep it engaging, all right? So the Patwa phrase this week is 
So tell me what that means. If you've heard it before, well, this is it's already a sentence, so just tell me what it means and if you've heard it before, all right? So All right. Remember, keep it coming. Drop some um, words and meaning in the comment section. So last week, due to some unplanned issues, you know, Mana Plan got a wipeout, we didn't have a live show. So we replayed the discussion from the previous week when we had Joy Miller Guthrie and Javon Stewart. Both veterans in the Jamaican education system shared their experience on the topic, our education system, the pros and the cons. We hope you enjoyed it and added some new ideas and thoughts um, that we have to work about to make the education system <clears throat> better. Even as we replay this, it was a very fantastic um, reasoning. Um, again, we love when you engage with us and you can only do that by commenting in the comment section, all right? So also to do that, we ask you to make Watagwan National even more national by following us on all social media platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and you can check out our website. So like, subscribe, follow, and share. If you missed last week, well, the previous week's episode, you can check out the replay on Watagwan YouTube channel and or our Facebook page. You can find those links right on our website at www.wataguan.ca. Right. So for some things that are happening across Canada, in Calgary, Arts Common and Reggae Fest presents Luciano the Messenger in Calgary on May 18th at the Jack Singer Concert Hall. Get your tickets now at www.artscommons.ca. In Calgary, welcome spring with the Jamaican Canadian Association Alberta at their Spring Fling event on May 20th. The party starts at 9 p.m. at JCA Building at 611-3208 8th Avenue Northeast in Calgary. Admission is $20 and there will be a cash bar plus soup on sale. Music by Total Eclipse with DJ Mike Brown. The third edition of the Calgary Black Film Festival is happening May 26 to 29th. Many great productions for seasoned and up-and-coming filmmakers. The festival will be both online and in-person. For information and to get your tickets, go to calgaryblackfilm.com. And just a little bit of news from Dunga Yard. Shelley and Fraser Price won the LaRue World Sportswoman of the Year for 2023. World 100 meter champion Shelley and Fraser Price was named the LaRue World Sportswoman of the Year at the prestigious 2023 LaRue World Sports Award in Paris. In Paris. Fraser Price won a record fifth 100 meter gold at the World Athletics Championship Oregon 22. 13 years after her first. She has more world sprint titles than any other female athlete. And in 2022, she ran a sub 10.7, 
for 100 meters seven times, three more than the previous best for a female sprinter in a calendar year. Among the other winners, football player Lionel Messi earned the LaRue World Sportsman Award. Nominees for the LaRue World Sports Award are decided by the world's media and the winners are voted on by the 71 members of the LaRue World Sports Academy. Join us in Jamaica for the Windrush Five Communities Anchor Festival under the theme, A United Family at Home and Abroad, at August Town Primary School in African Gardens Square, August Town, Jamaica, on Tuesday, 23rd of May, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. On the day, there will be football, netball, dominoes, live entertainment from local and international talent, a farmer's market, and delegations from the UK and USA diaspora. This will be a fun day for all. So join us on Tuesday, 23rd of May, August Town Primary School at African Garden Square. That's August Town, Jamaica, on Tuesday, 23rd of May, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. For more information, download the Fresh FM Radio London app today. The Center for Intellectual Excellence presents the World Diversity and Leadership Conference 2023 from June 20th to 23rd at the NISQ Conference Center near Edmonton, Alberta. Here, speakers including Margaret Trudeau, Minjit Minhas, Dr. Denise Green, and many great panelists focus on the themes of climate change and mental health. To register and get more information, go to www.wodil.ca or call 780 780- So we're moving down the line and we're now at my next favorite part of the show. And it is now time to all a reason with none other than the big man himself, Donovan Simon. Now it's time to all a little reason. Thanks, thanks for taking me. All right. Uh, What's up, Miss Nicole? There, there, there. <laughs> there. Uh, I think we have had this gully side discussion before. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> At this time, I didn't say I'm on the gully side. <laughs> uh, well, before before I forget, and maybe it's fine to say it a couple of times, uh, Mother's Day is two days away, so happy Mother's Day. We have a, have a great reasoning today about, about motherhood. Uh, and, you know, when we come back, we actually go and get your take right, on, on some of that. So, listen, I'm going to use as much time in the reasoning today. Yeah, and, man. And then look more me and you talk, all right? Have a good reason. Cool. Uh, greetings again, folks. Welcome to A Time to Reason here on What I Go. I hope everybody has had a fantastic uh, week. 
It's May, it's Mother's Week, Mother's Day, Mother's Month. And today we have a reasoning about uh, motherhood, the influences and outcomes. And I've got some absolutely fantastic guests in the wings. Uh, first time on, on Wataguan, we we bring the whole tribe <laughs> uh, to do our reasoning. Uh, today we've got Lois Patterson, uh, originally out of Darlington, Westmoreland, but now in, in winter, I mean Winnipeg, Manitoba. Aduma Patterson, my friend from out of Toronto, and Shioma Lindo uh, out of Dayton, Ohio. We could call it the Pattersons on Watagon. First time, this, this one is special. So let me bring them on and let's get the reasoning going. Hello. Smiles, smiles all around. <laughs> Four cities. Yeah, yeah. look at that, yeah. Isn't that Toronto, awesome? Calgary, Technology is awesome. You know, so first of all, thank thanks to 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 you you got you you ladies for joining me here on Watagon. And Lois, thanks for making the making making the idea come together. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for making the idea come together. I won't respond uh, to that. <laughs> she was a little hesitant, but you know, you know, well, she's good. She's good. She'll make it happen. She'll make yes. it happen. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Listen. Uh, happy Mother's Day when it comes. I'll say it now and I'll say it later. Thank and you. Uh, I'm sure we have a lot that we can share. So I'm going to start with the matriarch. Uh, of course, we have to, right? Well, sure. what, we think, what we think about motherhood and, you know, you look at your, your wonderful daughters. What, what, what do you think has been the, the most fulfilling part for you of being a mom? Well... They have turned out to be remarkable young women. Oh, shucks. In my opinion. <laughs> You're still young, Shiva. <laughs> because you know what? I find them to be um, very useful. <laughs> they are resilient, kind, hmm. and happy. It's something that the world needs today more than ever, those qualities. Uh, so, and when you talk about these qualities and, you know, I don't much humor, when you look at that, is, is, is that how you see yourselves uh, as, as moms? <laughs> I think it depends on the day you ask. Right, right. Uh, perhaps you should ask, you know, our children. Uh, right. Exactly. I, exactly. <laughs> it depends. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we do the best we can. We take the lessons that we were taught, the experiences from our mom and yeah. others who serve as moms, right? Like mm -hmm. we were surrounded by a village of women uh, as we were growing up. And so aunties, you know, blood relatives, others. Uh, and so we just try to, I guess, you know, make our contribution in all ways, including uh, being a mom. Chima, uh, is that how you see it? Yeah, I, I think it's a never-ending um, reflect, looking in the mirror. So being a mom to me is a never-ending looking in the mirror, reflecting on who you are, your behaviors, your actions, right? And, and then how that impacts your kids. Yeah. Some, I, I don't know if there was a space that I thought about it as much until I had children, right? And, you know, I look at them and I see me. So I have to step back and I see my mom. So I right. see 
right? I see my mom in my behaviors yes. and I see my children in me. And so sometimes that is like, yeah. oh, this is lovely. And sometimes I'm like, oh, <laughs> Lord Jesus. So, I will come to that one because I'm curious <laughs> as to how much of what you see. So, so Lois, how much of what you imparted do you see in Adoma and Shuma as mothers? Well, good manners. <laughs> uh, and there are sturdy young women who have visions uh, of what they wanted to do, I think. And they follow those dreams. And um, obviously, because I was sturdy, looking after them. Sturdy, sturdy you mean rough? <laughs> more, more like stable. Stable, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say I'd stable. say stable. I'd yeah, say yeah. stable. The, today's parents kind of reason with their children all the time. <laughs> But I am from the old school and it was not intentional. It's just happened that, you know, you get upset sometimes with them. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, they knew I loved them and, they, and I met very well. I was always there for them. I mm -hmm. think they know that. Yeah. So um, I just tried my best. Uh, before I move from you, how much of that was influenced by how you were brought up by your village? Mm. A lot of I don't I didn't give it any consideration when I was um, bringing up my kids. But looking back, a lot of the habits and a lot of the learned behavior I imparted to them. <laughs> but, <laughs> and we, every parent have has ups and downs with their children. It doesn't matter what. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, um, things worked out very well with myself and them. They love me. I think they love me and I love them. Is that true? I, I agree. I agree. Donovan, one of the things I can say about my mother is that she was always a mom. Like, and she still is, you know, like she embraced being a mother wholeheartedly. Like there was mm -hmm. never any doubt that she yeah. questioned being a mom. That she didn't like, you know, like she is a mother. Like if you yeah. could think of everything that you think about in a mom, like that is Lois Patterson. Like yeah. she yeah. just loves being a mom. Like you could yeah. see it and know may it. I just, may I just interject here? It's not something that you plan for. It's your natural instinct as a mother that allows you to do those things. I look back, I didn't plan anything how I was going to treat you. You just, you just, I just, as you say, I'm, I was just a mom. But that's not everybody. That's but not it's not, it's not, is it that natural? Yes, sure, because that's no, where I was it, going. Yeah, so that's, that's the particular thing about her, right? Adoma's right. She, it was just a natural part. It was very organic for her, right? Mm -hmm. And not everybody has that mother who organically just knows, <laughs> you know, how to be a mom. Not that let's say she everything went perfectly or everything she did right or felt like she did right Not at all but but she just organically knew how to navigate and yeah. that is a blessing on our part because not yeah. everybody has that opportunity exactly. like yeah. even now you know i'm like oh yeah my mom my husband will go there and she's ready to 
cut a grapefruit in half, <laughs> cut up all the little pieces, and put sugar on top. And it's hey, like, whether you want whether you want to eat breakfast or not. Hey, <laughs> Like, have you eaten? Have you, are you all right? Are you okay? Sir? I mean, she yeah. mothers from Winnipeg. Like, we don't, know, we yeah. haven't even lived in Winnipeg in decades. Yeah. Okay. It's and Lois mothers us. <laughs> it's organic to her and it's yes. not organic. Okay, to then. Everyone. It's a natural instinct that I for have. her. Yes. For uh, all right. All right. Yeah. Here, here, here then is, is a question for you then. Uh, and this is for Lois. Are there some things that, in your view, were non-negotiable when you when you were being mom? Definitely. <laughs> what, what were some of those things? I, I, I you know, children will trigger you. They'll come to you in a moment when they, you are vulnerable. You don't see, and ask you certain things, and then I can't remember what they would be now, but. We will talk about it, and if they argue too much, I stop talking. I shut right down, and they understood me. Whenever time I shut shut down, I, I, then they don't bother anymore. They just sort of walk away from me. <laughs> Joe, uh, Aduma, what, Joe what, what, was more. Uh, uh, I don't know what I want to call her. Aduma. Unpredictable, unpredictable. It's okay. You can say it. You didn't know what to expect from me. She was no. the second. The second one. You were you you were a very challenging child. <laughs> I'm gonna cha I'm a challenging adult. And I remember you telling me no matter what you say, I'm going to do it. And I said to you, no matter what you said, you're not doing it. <laughs> that conversation was finished. But Adoma was the person who kind of put keep us together because we you and I have the same disposition. Adoma, Adoma is okay. I could talk about that disposition because one of the things I'd love to get from all of you is are there some things that just continue through the generations? Is it a DNA thing or is it just a cultural thing? I don't know, are there things you took from your mom into motherhood? I think absolutely. So I think this understanding that motherhood um, is intentional. You know, I remember when I was, when Simeon was a baby and there were some things I just envisioned for his life uh, right then. And I said, you know, reading something simple like reading, you know, basically from the day he came home from the hospital, like pretty much nightly, we were reading. So there were some things based on the way I saw what I saw her do. I knew, even if it wasn't exactly the same thing, I understood the time, the sacrifice, the effort, that when you invest and pour into your child, that it yields results, right? Yeah. It yields positive results. It allows them to develop uh, confidently, to understand their place in the world. Mm -hmm. right? And so when I say that she's a mom, like those are the things. Wherever she was, we were. Right. Like we were handbags because she'd have one on the right, one on the left. And I never left her. Like I Choma was always out there playing. I was always next to my mother. Um, and so in thinking about what I wanted for my child, it was really just that to be as intentional, to be as present as possible, despite all of the distractions, the challenges of life, the work, all of that. Um 
knowing that that yields really positive results and fruit. And that's what children need and deserve, you know, like they don't ask to be brought in this world. So absolutely. It, it, it wasn't exactly the same, but the translation, like I understood those lessons based on watching her. Yeah. Are, are there some things about th this generation, though, that have shifted a little bit? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's technology there. Mm -hmm. There is, I'm going to say, a little bit more liberation mm -hmm. uh, in, in the world today. With with the tradition and today, how, how has the, the crossing of the generations affected your perspective as a mom? Mm -hmm. um, good question. So I think there's pieces that cross, just like Adoma said, like the, the idea that you read to your kids, right? There's these, this idea from my mom about being helpful, right? Being productive. It wasn't something she necessarily said. It was just something we knew to do. Community, this is another part. Like, she was always so involved, as well as my father, right? And so it was just natural for us to be a part of the community. And right. I think these are the things, too, that are being carried forward with our kids. And it's not just about community also includes having a tribe. Mm -hmm. And so my mom had people surrounding her, whether it was intentional or not, as well as wherever I move, because I'm the one that moves I was moving around a bit. It just naturally was something that I had community around me. I was able to find that. And so, mm -hmm. so those things pass through generations. I think now it's a little learning. What I've learned with how life is now and our access to information and right. the openness, that Pandora's box, I guess, you know, whatever you want to call it is that looking in the mirror for people is difficult. Right. Right. And being being able to reflect on who you are for all the positive and negative problematic and mm -hmm. wonderful things about you is important because that is a reflection on your kids, right? Right. right? So their behavior, so I think one thing now is it's not just kids are not seen, they're not seen and not heard like right. back in the day, <laughs> but recognizing that they are a reflection of you. Mm -hmm. And I think that was something that maybe parents previously didn't recognize as much. Right. So when I look at my kids for all those wonderful things that I see, as well as all those things that I side eye, I'm like, that's a reflection of oh, our oh, interaction, mm -hmm. our behavior, mm -hmm. our responses. So I'm not going to say not seen and not heard because yeah. we're beat or trying to beat <laughs> it out of them. That's me I'm looking at. That's me I'm looking at. You know what I mean? And yeah. As problematic as sometimes it feels, it's, it's, I'm looking at myself. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, let, let's go. Yeah. I, I had I wanted I to say, Donovan, children must be seen and not heard. I had made up my mind that I was not going to grow my children in that kind of um, atmosphere because yeah. then they can't express themselves and you're you're being kept down well. Like myself as a, as a child, you know, I grew up in a different environment and I just 
break away, broke away when I was older, being more, well, I wouldn't say aggressive, but I, I wanted to hear myself. I wanted to have a voice. So I grew up my children to have a voice, even although I did not have much voice. What your parents tell you to do, you do it. She was and ahead of her time. She was ahead of yeah. her time. So, so here's uh, one, of, one of the things that come with that, though, is dealing with the change and dealing with the reflection. Because isn't some of that based on having done it versus having seen it? Does, does that make sense? Because, mm. you know, you're, you're looking back at your journey as a mom and you can, you can look at the things that you say, you know what, I think I did those things well. But when you were doing it, you were learning on the job. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize I was learning. Right. Exactly. I mean, there's just no... Um, no book. Book yeah. formula. Yeah. So I think mothers are, have particular instinct that mm -hmm. just sort of... Um, What's the word I'm trying to just 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 came into your life after you um, after you have children? Then they they it's something that you don't you don't you don't even realize that you're doing the things that are going to be useful to them in the future. It's just something that happened automatically for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Looking back, I realize that and reflecting, I'm thinking that uh, I think I did a good job in quiet moments. I reflect, and, and as Oliver Samuel said, um, when I look back at my journey, because I never had any time to look at the journey when I was doing it. Right. Looking back now, I just thought about Oliver's, who is one of the greatest comedians of our time. Mm. And his argument is, I just smile and nod at myself. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm amazed that my girls have turned out so remarkably well because I put effort in there, but I didn't know I was doing it. I, I think that's the thing, though, about being in... Um, the difference is she was just doing it. It was organic to her. And now, though, I think people are more cognizant of being um, intentional. Yes. And... and being able to reflect i for however she instilled that in me and also because of pair that with the way society is right now i am intentional and can reflect in real time mm -hmm. on the journey now mm -hmm. you know and i'm not just it's not always about a lot of it is just doing because you get caught up in your day-to-day -day, mm -hmm. but i've had the opportunity you know a mix of our society and a mix of her allowing me to again be reflective in real time and, and intentional with my kids. That, in real time. That, that's an interesting one, and I want to pick uh, you and Adoma's mind on our thoughts on this one about the how intentional really can you be when you walk into it, and mm -hmm. is the outcome what you foresaw? <laughs> I don't think you. I think there is, you can be intentional. Part of it is the circumstances, of course, mm -hmm. by which you enter into motherhood. So, you know, if I was 16, uh, right, I would be facing a whole series of challenges that would be different than when I uh, 
much older and had my my son. Um, I think that life throws you things. And so you can't always anticipate like the stresses, you react to stresses that then, you know, may impact your children and often do. I would say that there were some things I was intentional about. Again, I what I saw is what I envisioned was trying to provide things that would allow my son to be sort of mentally, spiritually healthy, right? And I think faith is one of those things that that traveled with us, mm-hmm. uh, right? There was a strong foundation of faith, and I tried to also uh, instill that in my yeah. son. I mm-hmm. think it made a difference because there was an anchor there um, where he understood that it wasn't just all about him and that, you know, there, like faith plays a role, just like family and community plays a role. Right. So some things are intentional, but you know what? Like at the end of the day, some days I don't know whether I did a good job or not. Because some, <laughs> some days, honestly, let, let's be real. You know, my kid is 21. And some days I'm like, okay, is this Seriously? the child that I raised? Like, you yeah. know, you yeah. know, and when they go through the phases, I think, you know, now you realize, well, it's not everything you can take personally. Because it's really not about you. Like they're going through their development Mm-hmm. Um, and their journey and their stresses and struggles. But honestly, sometimes I'm just like, what happened? What happened to the little one that, you know, would want to be around me 24-7? Now I barely see the 21-year-old. And then I have to say, okay, well, obviously, you don't want a 21-year-old who's always like up yeah. all, you know, on your, like next to you all the time. He's got to live his own life. He's got to make his own mistakes. Um, and so... And, you know, it never ends. These days, too, these kids live at home forever. Like, you know, yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, they're not like 30, yeah, 35. Isn't, isn't that sometimes a choice? Let, let me ask Lois this. When you look at the stages and the phases, which which one of the phases of being a mother do you look back at or you look at and say, you know what, I prefer them now versus when they were teenagers? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me see how you're gonna answer this. Okay, go on. Go on. I, I prefer I'm them ready. at ready. Sometimes I prefer them when I could boss them around a lot and they didn't have much say. But as they started growing up, I wondered, are these these children that I just had last year that were you know so obedient? Because as they grow and they transition every day into adult or a teenager, they, they have in and there's about like it is a different role to grow to grow up children. But again, I remember there are times when I wouldn't speak. I just said I'm done today. And then I feel guilty. Mm. I'm not I'm not holding any malice and uh, and uh, I would love to, but I couldn't. Right. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Because sometimes we want to look at that. I, I have two yeah. more lines that I want to get on. Uh, community and culture. Because mm. clearly, if you grew up in a, a Jamaican home or a Caribbean home or a black mm-hmm. person, there's a whole different set of, of things that happen. How much does that influence the role as mothers, your roles as mothers, where you say, this happened in my house, I don't know other people allow it not to be this way. <laughs> as oh, I, I got older, I, 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 heard more, I heard more of 
my mother in me. Some of the things I would say to Sibian, I was like, why do I sound like a Jamaican mother? <laughs> right? And sometimes I'm just like, listen, little boy, like, no, right? And then, you know, some things I would say, and I'm hearing my mom, like I'm here, like I'm actually speaking to my mother. Unconsciously, it is deeply rooted. You can't, you, you know, so many things uh, just come back in full force when even my own mom, she's gone a long time ago, but there are some things that I cannot forget about my mom. Not that all of them were good or that I like them, but your mom is most impressive in your life. Mm -hmm. And even when they're gone, you know, you're still, I don't know, nine months of carrying a child. That child is extremely connected to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I'm not sure how to put it, but it, it, is, it is a lasting, a lasting love. Yeah. Lasting love that sometimes too you love too much, and then if, because they they're older now and you won't let them go, and and you kind of want to dip it dip it into too many things, and they have their privacy, and uh, so and I, I I get to learn I get to understand all of that that they're adults now, and I try to treat them as adults. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I you know, find that funny sometimes, right? Uh, he, 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 here, here's another one. When, 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 when you think about is, is, is the idea of a village supporting motherhood still relevant? Is it, is it still a part of how motherhood occurs today in our culture? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and you know, I don't know. You hear you, and you hear that you hear that touted like. You know, I have my village, I have my tribe. And what I can say is I, I again, it's a blessing that I actually do. Um, my mother had that, whether, you know, she, again, intentionally knew it or not. And everywhere I go, everywhere I've moved, I've been able to create that. And now that I'm a mother, I have that. I have my main mother and I have four other moms, <laughs> right? <laughs> And so their, their journey through motherhood was very different than my mother's, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so those people are even a little culturally different, um, you know, American, um, you know, African-American, West Indian. So I have this unique um, community that is filled of Black women, mothers, and they've navigated their lives differently, but they're all um, wonderful people, successful. And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about successful in their life and in their endeavors. Mm -hmm. And that has influenced me and mothering. And I know I have that support. Right. I, yeah. when, you, when, you always, when you know you have support, that is a very different thing than being a mother who's isolated or, um, mm -hmm. you know, you know, yeah. alone in alone in the world, which there's many like that. Exactly. Uh, couple yeah. of quick ones, uh, Aduma. What 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 does success look like uh, for for a mom? Um, it means uh, knowing when to let go. Right. So as your child gets older, um, and not wanting to hang on, but allowing them the space 
to grow, develop, flourish, find their own way. Uh, I think that's a, a, a big one because it's often hard, especially when you're raising boy children. Okay. <laughs> uh, raising boys is, um, is a whole different thing. I grew up in a house of women, so that was a big learning for me. Um, and I think, you know, finding the, the, the tribe or that village, women who are doing the journey, a similar journey with you, being able to, you know, openly and honestly speak about the challenges, um, getting help if you need it, I would say is also a big part of success, acknowledging that there are times where these kids will drive you nuts, life will drive you nuts, and it's okay to ask for help, it's okay to seek help, um, and to be there for others who are going through a really, really tough time with their children. I mean, right. this, these are not easy times, you know. We, I ha there are people who have adult children who, mental illness, um, addiction, depression, like all kinds of things that we're seeing in adult children in our community that's um, concerning, right. very, very concerning. And so how are we there for each other during these ups and downs? Um, how are we providing the support and speaking openly and honestly that it is not all good all the time? Yeah. You know, and our kids, our kids are having a, a lot of our kids are having a tough time. Uh, Ms. Lois, as, 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 as the the elder stateswoman in this. If, if you were to give some simple advice to people who are thinking about the journey, what, what are some of the things you, you said to, 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 to them? A lady thinking of, you know, maybe it's time to take the plunge. To have a kid? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know that I can, I can give an advice to somebody who is starting a journey because each person is different. I can say some of the things that I, that happened to me and my journey and just to, for information's sake, but to, to say, um, give, give great advice. I don't know if I could do that because it's a difficult, it's not as easy. It's different for different people having a child. I, I don't yeah. know if I'm, if I'm making sense, but um, I could only wish that person good luck, and he, <laughs> I could, I could, be, I would be there for, for you. Yes. But the support is very important because I could not have survived the way I survived with my two girls had I not had good friends and good family. Yes. Mm -hmm. That takes the bird. So I must give them credit for that. And I think vice versa. I must have been good to some people too. But I don't have any concrete um, advice that I would want to give somebody. Who is getting pregnant, did you say? <laughs> <laughs> so Donovan, can I just say, can I just point out that um, Lois you know, in her senior years after she retired, did fostering. Right. She took in teenage girls who were pregnant or had just had babies. Right. Okay. And for many years until we said, okay, enough, because <laughs> that's a whole heap of stress. But she had 
I don't even know now, maybe close to a dozen young women, and I'm talking teenage girls, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who became first one, The first one was 14 years old when she was, she yes. came to with me. And so, again, I think it's the capacity to love. Right. Right? That whether they're your children that, you know, you birthed or others that you are taking in, it's seeing the goodness and the potential in mm -hmm. these young people, despite their challenges. I mean, they had lives that we could not understand or right. imagine, experiences, instability. Um, and she always championed them. Like yeah. she, you know, even as, as difficult as they were and stressful as it was, she still always tried to find the good in them. And I think as a mother, you know, you just come back to that. Like you mm -hmm. see the potential and the good in your child or in other children. Um, and, you know, that drives the best that you can do, right? But I, I wanted you to let her, I wanted everyone to know that she she fostered out, way after us. She was taken in all kinds of kids well, and giving so, them so, a safe space. And so, sounds like my experience. You know, my, my parents... I maybe said I don't know. I was gonna say maybe it's a Jamaican thing, but really it isn't. The, the idea of an empty house or a house without kids just never mm. could could mesh in their minds. It's oh, like, you oh, know. I love it now. I love it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? you know, enough is enough, eh? <laughs> all right, listen. The, the clock is ticking. I have one more for all of you. Uh, Louis, we'll start with you. If you had to do it again, what, what are some things that you would do differently? You know what? I don't think I would change a thing. I don't, I would, because I cannot say no one is 100%, but these girls have turned out, turned, turned out remarkably. So why would I want to change anything? I think I gave them enough for them to be. Uh, level-headed young women and uh, and uh, are quite um, serving and they're serving the world well mm. not only me but they're serving the whole world and I think I should be very proud of them so I wouldn't change anything enough is enough and I have given them enough uh, all, that I, all that I had you've taken the journey as well uh, if, if, if you were to start over would you do anything differently? I think for me, um, and I'm still in the journey, but I think for me, the only thing I'd say is to just really enjoy the moments mm -hmm. because it goes by so quickly. Not that I didn't enjoy the moments, but you're so busy. You're earning a living. You know, you're mm -hmm. involved in things. And you turn around and it's like, this person is an adult. Yeah. <laughs> when did yeah. that happen? So I think like if I, you know, had to do it again, I brought him to the Jamaican Canadian Association. He used to come and sit in board meetings for five hours. And it was like, Bobby, can we go home now? But, um, you know, I would, I think, just pause and let go of some of the things that at the end of the day aren't even going to matter. You know, you get upset about stuff that yeah. uh, years later, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to echo that. I think in the grand scheme of things, um, because I'm in a journey as well. My kids are, you know, yeah. even younger. They're 10 and 12. Just turned 10 and just turned 12. Um, so it's a wild ride. It's a wild ride. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> and I think just appreciating all the moments and um, I'm and I'm working on that right now, right? Because so much of this journey about motherhood is yes to do with our kids, but so much to do with us and evolve, you know, evolving as a person, growing as a person. Um, um, you know, again, you know, looking in that mirror, dealing with our trauma, like recognizing generational trauma, yeah. personal trauma, and owning all of that. And um, so I think with all of it, recognizing the moments, the blessings, the things that are going well, because it's so easy for me anyway to get, oh, you know, I need to do this so that they'll be able to do this later. Like not everything has to be a dang learning experience. Okay. Like, yeah. And I don't know if this is morbid because I used, I, I would say like, I, I, I see people with kids who are 30, 20, 30, 40 and cannot function. And I want my kids to be able to function now. So if I am no longer here, again, that might sound morbid. My kids, I want them to be able to survive yes. yeah. with and without me. Right. Mm -hmm. And 100%. Absolutely, because I am not so self-absorbed to think that <laughs> you know, I don't want to be, be, be selfish in that way. And it's not that people are selfish. They're not thinking about it like that, but they hold this love. But I, I want my kids to be functioning adults. They're children, but I need mm -hmm. them to be functioning, I should say, human beings. Yeah. And so that's, you know, so all of that, um, you know, just recognizing again what's going well, recognizing their potential, staying in the moment, which I have, I'm a planner and then I'm looking back and I'm going to do this because in the well, grand scheme, I just want to say, my kids are wild. I can see, I can't, my, my, <laughs> my kids are wild bunch. You're just a new generation, you children. You <laughs> just, I am, I am way, way behind and I would not change anything. So, you know, I, I I appreciate what you guys are saying and so on. Uh, as I say, what I did seemed to have worked. So it, it, why, it, why, it, why fix something when it's not broken? It, 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 it did work. It uh, listen, time, time, time says I have to stop. Uh, happy Mother's Day when it comes on Sunday. A uh, big thank you to Lois Adoma and Shioma for joining us here. And a time to reason and what I go on. This has been absolutely fantastic. And Ms. Thank Ms. you. Ms. Lois, if you text me more often, so we can plan for more. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you for in, inviting me, which was not intentional. <laughs> I talked to you about that. Uh, it was some, com completely different. But it worked. It worked. You know she's going to be texting you all the time now, right? <laughs> so, oh, that's asking really, what you ate or what's happening in your life. So we appreciate you, Donovan. Great. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank all you. Right, and uh, I get to see you live too, Donovan. All right. Take care. All the best. Respect. Thank you. Bye. This has been a great discussion. David, thanks for taking the chat. All right.
cool. Yes, another good one. That was a, that, that was a good one. If you hit the nail on the head with these <laughs> with this year's water guard, man. Well, you know, sometimes it comes it comes in different ways and different forms, but lots of lots of interesting nuggets from that one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there's so much that you don't know. Like maybe my biggest takeaway is what what Shioma said at the end is how can we create functional humans? Yeah. Right. If if at the end of the day you can create a functional human, you possibly delivered on 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 motherhood on parenthood. I agree. Right? And and also it doesn't matter whether it's biological or not. You know I I. I tell the story all the time that I was grown by by a stepmom, loved me to death, loved her to death all the way through, and you would not have known. Right. And therefore, it's you know I, I I feel like she has just done a fantastic job in creating a functional human <laughs> <laughs> so, to, a, to a certain degree. <laughs> and that's all you can hope for, right? Just you just need to a certain degree. So yeah, be. so you know. Uh, lots of lots of great comments as well, you know, like in in in, in the discussion, right? So hey, thanks for that, Joan. Quite interesting conversation. I can truly relate to the fact that we were raised by mothers who were quite rigid, but yes, we knew they loved us. I guess it makes us who we are: strong and confident woman. Way to go, Aunt Loy. Lewis. Thanks yeah. for that. And sees here, Adoma. Well said. I can relate. Just let God take you through. It will be well. Yeah, it was, it was, ooh, happy yeah. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you, or hopefully these are women. But if not, <laughs> happy Mother's Day to your mother. Yeah, Bless lots, you. lots, of, lots, of, lots of little comments from, from all over. So over, Yeah, great insights. Yeah, but it truly was. But and I do agree with you. What the last part that um, Chioma mentioned was was a, was a very key part. Because I think as a parent, that's all I can ask for. You question yourself every day. Am I doing the right thing? And then something happened, you're like, ooh, I did something right there. But then I think the aim is that you send them out in the world and they're not horrible human beings because we do have some. <laughs> it's true. Oh, funny. Yeah. All right, listen, this this was another great reasoning. And uh, I'll, I'll leave you to the earth thing and we'll come back next week and we'll do something else, right? And all right, cool. All right, cool. Um, all right. Thanks everyone for those who had give who gave comment and thanks for keeping the, the chat lively. I love to see that and this is what I want to see every week, keeping the chat with the comments going, right? Um, I'm not sure if anyone knew or make any, made any mention of what the folks do, what their mind tell them to do. Uh, yes, so say, um, thanks Shanice. Um, yeah, so to each his own. So Agniam why mind game for so if I saw it go, I saw it go. Whatever I feel for, that's what I gotta do. So yeah, to each his own, and we just let people do what they want to do. Thanks for commenting on that, um, Shanice. All right, so for next week, it's going to be another good show. Um, we're going to do a second conversation looking at Windows 75, a generation of stories. So what we'll be We'll be talking to Tony Fairweather, and he's the author of the book, 28 Pounds, 10 Shillings. And he will be our guest, and he'll share his part to pen in the stories of those who sailed on the HMS Windrush from Jamaica to the, well, not the motherland, to the 
colonized land in 1948. So join us for another special conversation. Just so you know, you can now share your messages on Wataguan National. Do that while we share our stories and our experience. Advertise with us as we grow. Contact us via wataguan.ca or our social media handles. And always remember that Guan is two A's. So you can connect with us via our social media accounts, which is YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Or you can send us an email at wataguancnd at gmail.com. Also, these are the platforms that you will follow us on. So remember, follow, like, share. Check out our website at www.wataguan.ca. You can again send us an email to the email address I mentioned before, or you can send us a message on any one of the platforms that we mentioned. Again, another good week and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, the fathers who are the mothers, the stepmom, the Whoever you are, whether you're biological or you've played some part in the role of a child, happy Mother's Day to you, and I hope you have a blessed Sunday. It's your girl from Bongotown saying, what good? See you next week. <laughs>